This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I honor you for this opportunity to be able to come and share a word with your peoples. Ask you to move in a special way that I may go forth and speak that which you would have me to say. And God, open up the ears of those that are listening. God, that they might not hear with the natural ear only, but the spiritual ear that they'll go forth and do and be that vessel that you have chose and called them to be. Father, we thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm glad because the Lord saw fit to give me another day to get it together. You say, what you mean, Brother Ware, uh, get it together? I thought you already have it together by saying that you are saved, by saying that you have made Jesus Lord of your life. Uh, we say that it's easy for us to say that, but how about living it? So many people that God have dealt with and called you out to be a different individual. Some way, somehow, we find ourselves drifting back into that which God have called and chose you to do. Amen. So many of you. If you think about it, so many people, they started out doing what they can, showing forth love and compassion, and and in showing forth love and compassion, they was winning people to Christ. But we don't find people's witnessing except they're telling you to come over to my church, you know, because, you know, we over here, our church do this, our church do that. We, we believe in the Sabbath. Others say we believe in uh, the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So we find ourselves witnessing 
for the church. We are not witnessing for Christ, knowing that Christ is who saved us and who made us and who gave you the direction. You didn't have a direction when you first uh, came to him. No, before you came to him, I'm sorry. Before you came to him, you didn't have a direction. You were just going whatever way Satan leave you, lead you, whether he led you by a, a, a woman or whether he led you by a man or whether he led you by alcohol or non-alcoholic. It, it didn't matter. It really, really didn't matter. You were just happy to do whatever he was telling you to do. But then, but then God dealt with your heart. And when he dealt with your heart, then that was totally different. It's altogether different when God deals with a person's heart. We're not talking about worrying about a church membership. Yes, I, I, I'm not condemning that. I'm not condemning one that desired to be uh, affiliated with a congregation. I wouldn't dare say something wrong with it. Uh, God had blessed me. Matter of fact, I thank God for last week, last Sunday, amen, I went to uh, fellowship uh, to this particular uh, uh, church that I started in, and I call it kindergarten. To somebody else, it may not be. But to the kindergarten, uh, to the uh, youth, uh, to that individual that's getting started out, that was the, that could be the greatest thing that happened in their life. Amen. And that's the way I see it, believers. Certain things could be the greatest thing that happened in your life. Why I say that? Because it brought you out of sin. It kept you from doing the things that the flesh desired to do. See, the flesh desired to do uh, certain things, and we found ourselves obeying the flesh. But when God called you, when God chose you, he had a plan for you to serve him and serve him in spirit and in truth. You're not to serve the Lord in that which you feel or think or believe. No, ma'am, no, sir. It's for you to believe God in order that I'm submitting my will over to his will. And see, once we do that, believers, then we ain't looking for a partial heaven. Uh, certain people's over here and certain people's over there. And those people's over there and then the other one. But we looking to ourselves. So long do we take ourselves out of the picture. Well, you know what? Let me, let me get the scriptures to uh, Matthew's. Matthews 20, and that's uh, the Lord. I feel the leading of the Lord on that. Matthews 20, and uh, I think we'll go with 25, okay? Right about there. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye are not what ye ask. Wait a minute. Ye know not what ye ask. I'm sorry. Ye know uh, not what you ask. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I shall drink or uh, to be baptized with the baptism 
that I'm baptized with. Oh, wait a minute now. He's saying, uh, hold up, I, I, I want you to get this straight. Are you able to be baptized? You know what? I, 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 I just, uh, well, I was going to say I'm going to drop down, but yeah, I'll I just read down. And then and he went and he heard them moving in indignation against uh, two brethren. Then Jesus called unto them saying, and said, Ye know that ye are prince of the Gentile, uh, exceeded domination over them, and they are greatly excused. Wait a minute, in authority upon them. And then he said, uh, on down, and he said, But ye shall not be so among you. Whosoever will be great. Among him, let him be the servant. Let him, uh, I'm sorry, among them, let him be your ministry. Uh, For whosoever shall be chief among you, let him be your servant. Guess what, believers? Here's the problem. Being chief among the people, when you want to be great among the people, you know what you're saying? I need to be the servant. I know in this day and time we have we have the pastors. Uh, they feel that uh, they are they should be paid uh, special attention to. Why? Because I'm pastor so-and-so-and-so-and-so. But the truth of the matter is, it ain't about that. It's about that person performing the duties to others, especially the person that employed in a house on the denominations and different things. That person should be more or less a servant. It ain't about, listen, when we can do that, you know, the Bible tell us in, let me back back up in Matthews, uh, we, we sometimes forget this, back up in uh, Matthews, the 18th chapter, and around the 12th verse, it's, uh, no, I need the 19th verse, Okay. And it says, again, I say unto you, that if any two of you agree on earth, touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them, for them are my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Believers, let me tell you something. We can, yes, we can go to the same church. We can be a part of the same denominations and all this. And you don't see that on YouTube with the preachers uh, driving peoples into one direction 
or the preacher's leading somebody else into another direction. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is that they are directing them into their own thing. But the Bible says, if any two of you agree, and can you come to an agreement with another brother or sister, or we're going to be uh, not agreeable, we're going to look upon them as they're trying to get this and I, I need that. It's sad. We can't get two people's praying on one accord anymore looking for the movement of God. We want to get the glory. A whole lot of uh, the peoples are seeking for self-glorification. You say, I'm not, Brother Ware. I, I just want God's will to be done. I want him to bless, and, and, and I pray this, and I pray for that. And Yeah, you say this. You say this in the midst, but the truth of the matter is, you have a motive behind what you're doing. It, listen to me. Listen to me. How many of you just really prayed for God's will to be manifested in your life? Yes, we say we do. We say, oh, God, I, I pray that all the time, Brother Well, I want God to be manifested. I want this. I want that. Okay, move the eye and put you. If you submit to the will of God, the Bible don't told us we can see where we at, folks, when we don't pray in one accord. I promise you we can see ourselves. What you mean? Nothing happening. Yes, we go through the ritual. We go through this, and, and we go, listen to me. I can remember when uh, just back a little ways when my heart valve had burst behind my heart and they told me that uh, they couldn't even let me go home. They wouldn't let me go home. I was just short of breath, didn't know what was happening. They saying, I don't even see how you're walking around and so on and so on. But, but uh, many people's prayed for one accord. You say, but Brother Ware, God prayed, God died, uh, 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 guided the doctors. Well, I'm sure he did because I'm still here. I'm sure God yet uh, gave them wisdom and knowledge. But why is it that we always go to the doctors instead of going to God first? We always find ourselves going to the doctors and, and, and we want to, uh, stop eating this and stop it. If the doctor listen to me, I know this for a fact. Now, now I could take one in Leviticus and tell them you don't eat, need to eat that, you don't need to eat this, and so on and so on. Well, if you tell them that, they'll say, "Well, God told me everything I bless. It is sanctified through prayer, brother. Well, so I ain't got to worry about." doing this or doing that. Oh, really? But then the doctors turn around and say, well, you know, sir, ma'am, the problem is your blood pressure is high and you're eating the wrong thing. So guess what? You need to cut back and not eat that pork. They'll say, what? 
Yes, ma'am. And not eat French fries and all that fried food. Oh, okay. You don't tell the doctor, wait a minute, God told me I can eat whatever I want to eat. Normally, they'll say, oh, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to stop eating pork, and I watch them pull the skin off the chicken and say they love chicken, but they ain't going to eat the skin because uh, the doctor done said uh, you need to not eat the fried food and on and on and on. Why? Because they they bleed a doctor. Yes, they believed the doctor, but they didn't believe the book. They didn't believe the Bible. They took one scripture and cut up another scripture to make an example of what they want to do. And see, anytime you do that, brothers and sisters, you're losing out on God. It's amazing how that God have called you, have chose you to be an example. We are uh, we are the light of the world, believers, not only just in our dress code. Matter of fact, a few weeks ago, I, I, I did a study on the dress code. And, and the reason I did a study on the dress code, because so many people are afraid to say anything to these young folk about coming in the, in the church building with the hat on. They don't pull the head off. And I'm saying, what's wrong with these young brothers? Nobody tell them. I did a funeral, believe it or not, for a mother that her son was in this particular gang, and the gang was supposed to represent and came. I said, brothers, y'all, excuse me, you need to pull your head off. I didn't care about what they was representing. They, they, they need to pull the head off in the mirrors of the word of God in the midst of we're praying and 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 if you are praying you shouldn't pray brothering with your head covered that's what the Bible said that's not trying to nitpick through the word of God no ma'am no sir it ain't about nicking picking through the word of God it's about surrendering to God to be all that God have chose you to be see God can raise some of you up if you begin to walk righteousness, not not w- walk according to uh, your own desire, your own feelings, uh, whatever you believe. No, ma'am. No, sir. It's about what God believed. We got a problem when it comes to the commandment. I knew you was going to say that, brother. Well, well, yes, I'm glad I didn't let you down. Amen. But see, I believe that the commandments is given for the believers, not for the unbeliever. It ain't given for the unbeliever. Why? Because because we know that the unbelievers going gonna to keep doing it, even if they do do it. It ain't doing them no good. It ain't affecting them. It ain't helping them. Oh, it might help them to live a better uh, life with their brothers, uh, their neighbors, or whatever, but it's not doing what it was designed to do. See, God done told us, my thought is not your thought. So is heaven is far beyond the earth. So is my ways and my thoughts above your ways and thought. Why we can say that, uh, 
Isaiah 55 teaches us that. So what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is this. If God is calling you out and calling one or two of you, just get on one accord. You know, it's amazing how that when you was a sinner, when uh, you, the majority, when I'm saying the majority, and I, I know it and I'm not speaking about everybody, but it was amazing when the, when the majority came forth and, and they had, when they was in the world, they had a buddy-buddy. Sister, you had a role partner. Girl, go with you. Y'all even dressed alike, some of you. Some of you did this and did that, and you did that because they were your friend. They was in an agreement with you. So what we are saying, that if that person that is in it too come to an agreement, then guess what? We don't have to worry about what we believe in God for. Just believe God. Just know that God is blessing. Just to know that God is delivering. Yes, if the Bible done told us that if any two come together now, it didn't say if we coming together to eat. No, if we coming together to seek his faith on a situation, then he will step in and deliver and set free. We are not getting people set free in this day and time. No, we're going along with these names that they're putting on these people. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not named that. Uh, just like our, uh, what it techno- our technology have advanced, even with the cell phone. The cell phones can do, if you look back at a computer 25 years ago, this cell phone now, the cell phone that you're holding, can do more than that computer did in 25 years ago. Why? Because they exploded in technology. Do you understand what I'm saying? I remember back when when the first, back in, uh, I'm saying in the 70s, late 70s, they come out with the, the cell phone. It was a big old thing, big old battery, big old everything you had to carry in your car, just like a phone basically at your at your house. But they have adopted and have went forward in knowledge to cause that phone that was a big thing, now the phone you can hold it in one hand and 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 listen and can do more with the phone. It'll tell you how to spell, it'll tell you how to get to the place that you're trying to get to. And do all that. And not only that, it can call the people that you want to call. Now, as the cell phone advance, believers, as they advance in knowledge of that, why is it that we are still stuck in religion? We are still stuck in what we call salvation. Salvation should be advanced. It should be if they did this in Jesus' day, if Peter, Paul, James, and John, uh, we can show Scripture how they was able to heal the sick, how were they able to raise the dead, and they was able to do that 
because they was oneness with one another. They was oneness with God. They was oneness in doing that which God had called them to do. And that's all I'm trying to get you to see. The only reason God is not blessing like he should is, is we of the whole up. We feeling, well, you know, brother, where my denomination, I got the truth over here. And I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. You may have some of the truth, but you got to understand that all of the truth is not there. Because if all of the truth was there, then the power and the anointing of God would be moving so strongly and people would, it'll be like, uh, I use that example, poor example, but I'm going to use it, like they did on Azusa Street in California when they heard of this, when they heard about the Holy Ghost. And you say, well, that ain't right. That wasn't right. Whether you believe it was right or not, people died knowing that they had miracles working in their life. People knew that God had sent forth and transformed their life. Now, in everything, you got a counterfeit. In everything you do, and, and if you don't think it's uh, a counterfeit, go back to Exodus and, and watch the soothsayers when Moses did example. Moses threw down his rod, and it turned to a serpent. Guess what? And you ain't no big thing, Moses. They throw down their rod and it turned to a serpent. You mean to tell me that way back then, those peoples could do certain miracles right in the midst of others? Yes, they could do that. Why? Because they was on one accord to that which they believed. And therefore, they was in the king's court. So they weren't no fly by night. They weren't somebody just going through, just saying this or saying that, they were saying, look, we know what we can do. We got proof what we can do. Now, of course, God went uh, over them, and of course, God, uh, Aaron and them did more miracles uh, than them. I tell you what, I got to go on break, and I'll come back, uh, I'll come back in a couple of minutes, and I'll tell. Uh, I'll finish telling that story because it, it's something I want you. Matter of fact, I might ought to go back to it. Uh, I'm, I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. 
Well, we're back. We're back. Amen. Amen. I'm not in the station today. This is a pre-recorded message. Amen. And if you have any uh, uh, question uh, about what I'm talking about today, feel free to call me at 404-293-7557 after the broadcast is over with. Amen. And we'll be more than happy to uh, deal with uh, uh, the question. If you don't get me, leave your name and number, and I'll be more than happy to call you back within a 24-hour period. Amen? Praise God. Now, as I was saying before we went on break, we was talking about how that the, the musicians, they was on one accord. And when you go back to uh, the scriptures back in when God called Moses and God was showing Moses, he, he told Moses to throw down his rod and his rod became a serpent. Then the Lord told Moses, uh, put forth your hand and take him by the tail and it took him by the tail and it was changed and it became a rod in his hand. And then after he had did that, he told Moses to uh, uh, put his hand in his bosom. And I know, I know uh, some of my white brotherings going to feel that I'm pre being prejudiced, but um, leprosy was a, a disease that turned you white. And that was a curse among the peoples of God when they got leprosy. But anyway, he put Mo told Moses to put his hand. Uh, you can read all that back in Exodus, the fourth chapter. Told him to put his hand in his bosom. And Moses put his hand in his bosom. And it became white uh, like leprosy. White in that he pulled it out. And then he put it back in his bosom, and then it came back to itself. But now God showed Moses to do that. Now Moses was, wow, now I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready to go for him. And then Moses went to Egypt. When he returned, he thinking, now I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, I'm really believing. I, I know it, the Bible doesn't say he really believed, but uh, in actuality, Moses, that, that would kill me and any one of you that's listening to me. A real mindset to say, you know what? We can obey God. Now, I, I'm going to show him something. And he returned to Egypt and got in the midst of Pharaoh and once uh, Pharaoh uh, got there and Pharaoh called his peoples around and Moses and standing up and Moses throwed him and uh, 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 his brother Aaron, you know, and lo and behold, Moses realized that, okay, I throw my serpent down to show them. And then all of a sudden they throw their serpent down and that, uh, serpent turned to, uh, I mean, their king turned to, I see a serpent, 
it was a cane. I'm sorry. Those, their little stick down, their little staff, their little thing that they had, and it turned to a serpent. Then, uh, but the difference was Moses ate up, Moses' serpent ate up. His serpent was a cane snake. And you say, how did you come up with a cane snake, Brother Ware? I know the Bible don't say that. Well, guess what? Such the history. What snake eat the other snake? That's why they call him a king snake. A king snake will be uh, will eat the other snakes up. So Moses' snake was a uh, was a king snake. Therefore, he ate them serpents up. Now, after these things took place, folks. After they showed them the different signs, and after he seen the different things uh, uh, that he Moses was uh, uh, the miracles that Moses did with Pharaoh and all everything, but guess what? The magician did it too. Uh, so it's hard to believe God when you seeing. Uh, the world doing what uh, uh, God, folks, is doing. That's why we having such a, a problem, believers, getting peoples in the house of God, getting peoples converted. We are having such a problem simply because we are not together. The world is more together. We spending time fighting one another in the midst of we fighting one another, then sinners is going forth and being lost. Sinners are going forth and wondering uh, uh, what, what direction to go. Why? Because they see this group over here, and this group say they got the truth, they got the right, they, they right, they ain't nobody right but them. Everybody else is wrong. But then over over uh, here, the other group is saying they're right, and nobody uh, is right but them. And then we're doing all that, and the enemy's sitting back laughing at us, laughing. And you know why he's laughing? Because we are not really concerned about them not going to hell. That's what it's all about, believer. And I promise you, we need to be on one accord, just one or two of us. Get on one accord, and then we can see what God is trying to do. We're living in the last of the last day. You all that hear me will, will signify that I'm right. You will say that. Brother Ware, yes, we are in the last day. Look at the children. And then certain people's now trying to get back in school uh, the the beating of the children. But ain't nobody talking about praying, calling on the name of the Lord. No. Why? Because we want I, 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 you different. Your religion is different from my religion. Your, your belief is different. So while we are being debating on whose religion and who is right, the devil say, I got them. I got them doing what I want them to do. And that's the thing that I'm looking at. I know that uh, God can't speak to them because they are hearing this and they are hearing that. When the Bible doesn't say that, we should let the Bible be the guy. 
Somebody said, well, I'm doing it according to the Bible. Oh, really? You are? You are really going according to the Bible. Do you believe that you uh, have the stuff in the Bible? We don't even believe 2 Corinthians 5, 17. We don't believe that. We say we do with our lips, but our heart is so far from that. And you know why your heart is so far from that? Because we are living in an age everybody want to do it their way. And the Bible done told us that my thoughts is not your thought. My ways is not your way. Yes, it might seem. But, brother, where well, I go to so-and-so-and-so-and-so church, and I'm listening to so-and-so-and-so-and-so. Matter of fact, I listen to you on the radio. So I know if I'm obeying what you said, then I'm right. But guess what? It's more than what Brother Wack can say. We cannot focus on just one area in our life. We got to focus on the direction that the Lord. Listen, God done told us, let's go back and, and, and listen to what they're saying. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Trust me, believers. These people saying that they love God, but they love God on the condition that they will learn that what they learn. Listen, even if you get a husband and a wife together, uh, they, when you find one that just believes similar to the same thing, they can go a long ways in the Lord. But when you get one person believing, well, I don't have to do it this way. I don't see it your way. I don't see it that way. And they begin to buck against one another. You got a messed up household. Yes, you do. I know that peoples are not uh, 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 want to agree with me, but I'm talking about if you want to have a righteous lifestyle and you want to have a righteous home, you must be on one accord even in your home. Your husband, your wife must be willing to pray, must be willing to seek God's word, must be willing to live according to God's word. Why? Because of the fact that you are not, listen now, you are not on one accord, so therefore you need to get on one accord. You know what? You can go a whole lot further when husband and wife, if they can get on one accord. Can you imagine that two brothers in the fellowship get on one accord? We're not talking about your fellowship, brother, according to what you said. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that. We are talking about, and we are not talking about man direction. No, ma'am. We are speaking about you being on one accord, you two being on one accord with the Lord. Your interest is not to win folks to your denomination, nor your belief. Now, even though I was uh, led to, uh, I, I mean, the pastor was leading me uh, to that particular church that I told you about that I went to, his his goal. But I remember after I got saved and I was hearing people testify, 
And I was going with things in my mind because I was a single young man, and and I'm thinking I'm I'm spending half of my time not to, uh, praying for this and praying for that and praying for God to keep me. I must be ain't really got it like I supposed to get it. And I know I repent. I know God saved me, and I know God had changed. So I went to one of the mothers of the church. Um, Mother Jones, and she in turn said, uh, Brother Ware, you just got to believe that God is a keeper. Let him lead and guide you. And I'm standing with you, and I know that you are called out, and you are servant, a servant of the Lord. Listen, folks. That made the difference between night and day for to know that one person that was in agreement with me, that I wasn't a reject. I was somebody in Christ Jesus. When you are somebody in Christ Jesus, not to the world, folk, not to what the world feel feel or believe, no, ma'am, no, sir, but saying that, you are in one accord to obey God. If you are being of one accord, one with another, it ain't no direction God can't do. It ain't nothing God can begin to do. The, but God said that himself when they was building the Tower of Babylon. You think, wait a minute, now think about it. God can't lie, right? We done said that he can't lie. Lie according to the 23rd chapter in the 19th verse, when God said there is nothing that they can imagine to do, have put their mind to do, they can't do it. Oh, yes, that listen, if God said it then, uh, when they start building the Tower of Babylon, so God had to uh, what change the language, you know why. Because of the fact that one or two together, can you imagine what a whole lot of people thinking in one mind one way? Wow. If they can thinking in one mind one way, then uh, it's nothing that will be uh, from them. That's right. Nothing. And can you imagine? Can you just imagine, folks, how God, if God said it, then you know what? I need to pay attention to that. I need to repent and get on my direction and get on one accord. Let me be on one accord with two, at least two people. You can imagine what three will do. You Can you imagine? That three people just being on one accord. No, no, no. We ain't talking about trying to get them to, uh, for a building. No, ma'am. No, sir. And and, and listen, let, I, I just turned to it right quick. I want to read it. It says, and they said, go and let us build us a city and a tower whom top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name lest we be scattered aboard 
upon the face of the earth. Now listen. Listen at this next verse. God and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. And the Lord said, now this is God. Now we know that he ain't telling a lie, okay? This is what he said. And the Lord said, behold, the peoples are one. And they have all one language. And there and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained for them, which they have imagined to do. Listen at God, bro- brothers and sisters. Do you hear what the scripture said? God said it, not James Ware. God said that these folks, it is no, no uh, uh, listen to me, it is no direction, no nothing. And listen, you it's proven by the cell phone. It's proven by the cars and the things that we got today. It is proven by that. You know why? Simply because of the fact that they are to know that God's will, God's way. I'm telling you, believers, it is just, if we can just get that, if we can just get that on our hearts and minds, just to come, not to glorify my building that I'm going in. No, ma'am, no, sir. Not to glorify my my testimony as they used to, uh, Billy Graham and used to keep down the record of uh, how many people's done he done led to the Lord and so on and so on. No, that ain't what the Bible says. So why him putting down a number? He don't know half of them folks that he said something, told them to repent. Guess what? They went right on back out in the sin. No, see, it ain't about you doing it for uh, a number. It ain't because God rebuked David. And David went through, he was chastised by numbering the peoples. you got to understand, believers, is this is God's will, God's work. Who am I to buck against God? Who am I to change uh, from obeying God? It got to be. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's got to be God's way or no way. So he said, if whatever they imagine to do in their heart, nothing can be restrained. Because, you know, in Psalms it say, ye are gods, meaning ye can uh, do certain things. You have the ability to come up with certain ideas. But if your ideas come up with, uh, um, with resentment from God's way, God's will, I'm sorry, then it's going to fail. But here's what I'm trying to get you to see today. When we can turn this thing around, when we can turn it around and say, Lord, I I, want to be what you want me to be. I want to go when you want me to go. And then you get two peoples agreeing that. We don't have a motive in mind, Brother Ware. We, We are not trying to get them to come to our church. We are not trying to get them to be in our ministry. We are not trying to get them to do anything. 
We just let them know according to the Bible, according to the word of God, how that the Bible says that he, what salvation is free, as, as Ephesians and told us, for by grace ye are saved through faith, and is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. I want the people to know that I don't want them to look at me. I don't want them to seek out my fellowship. I don't want them to do none of these things. I want them to see the direction that God is leading them. It says, and he told them, not by works, least any man should boast. See, when I call myself leading somebody, then I'm going to boast. I'm going to say, well, you know, I, I, I give God the praise, but uh, I led uh, five. We had a revival, and I led five to the Lord, and I, I baptized uh, five of them, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm just giving God the credit. No, you ain't. You're giving yourself credit. That's what you're doing. And when you're giving yourself credit, then you're walking away from the things of God. Yes, believers, so many, so many of us have sought out God's, uh, sought out our will, our way in the sight of God. Yes, we sure have. We don't sought out our will, our way, and call it God's will, God's way. No, ma'am, no, sir. We got to do it with your eyes of understanding being enlightened, okay? That in light, once your eyes of understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of your calling. Why did God call you to be a witness for his name's sake? Why did he chose you to be a light to them that's walking in darkness? Why did he set you apart for you to be on one accord that the children of the world can see the children of uh, light have more wisdom and knowledge than they do? They are seeking out the materialistic thing. You know that the Bible doesn't say it, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loved the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You know that. So you are not scribing for the things of the world. Yes, you are a mighty poor person here in America, not in a foreign country, but here in America, mighty poor country, a person don't want to have decent transportation to get, get them from plant uh, 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 from A to Z, A to B, A to C, uh, wherever. Uh, if they're here in America, they want to be in a place that they can lay their head to have. It's nothing wrong with that. But peoples are seeking for the things, and the things have you. I talked to someone recently, just recently. They said, Brother Ware, I, uh, uh, I pay $3,000 a month for my uh, uh, house payment and insurance in it. And then I turn around and pay right at $800 a month 
for my car. So I have to work, my wife have to work, and we have to live on a budget in order to get through. And I can't afford to do anything. It, wait a minute. I understand that people are doing this, but wait a minute. Where is God is in this? How is we are looking to glorify the Lord? Yes, we doing this, we doing that. Yes, we saying this and we saying that. But how is it that you got yourself in such bondage that you can't even see the plan of God? They can't see the plan of God. Listen, because they're working so much, and when they get home, spend a little time with one another, then it's time to go to sleep, and it's time to get up and do it again. And then on the weekend now, they got to clean the car, clean the house, uh, wash the clothes and do that. They don't have time to do anything but serve one another. God didn't intend for you to live like that. Nothing wrong with having something. I, I, I keep saying that. It's nothing wrong with it. But the problem is when you can't put Christ the center and the source of your life, regardless of what you're doing, Christ should have preeminence of your life. He should be the first. And then when you bring on somebody else, whether you bring it on a mate, uh, uh, as I call it, whether you bring it on your honey to be, you need to be on one accord so that you all can do a work for God, not for self-glorification, for the Lord. And then after you uh, do that, then God can benefit from what you are doing. It's sad, brothers and sisters. Think about that. It's sad that we cannot even find two agreeing on one thing in the Lord. Oh, yeah, they go to the same church, but, boy, they got so many beliefs in that particular fellowship. You know it. God can't even move in that. And then cause the person that's pastoring trying to be the big chief and be the, uh, the chief over everybody instead of being the servant, then guess what? They're going through the same thing that the other's going through. Oh, yeah, you might have a little truth right there. Somebody else might have, one person might have a little truth about the Sabbath. They, so they honor the Sabbath. That's good and all well and comfortable. But what about the spiritual part of the life? What about that living holy? What about them being separate from the world? Oh, they want to be separate when it comes to the Sabbath. But what when it comes to other things in your life? Listen, folks, I'm not condemning neither one of the things. What I'm condemning is that we need to be on one accord to serve him in spirit and in truth. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you and all that we are doing. We honor you, God, that you have opened this time, this door, to me to speak to that person, God, that heart is being pricked, that they know that they should be on one accord in one place, not just in a fellowship, but even in their home, they should be on one accord to cause that which is right in their mind and their heart to go forth. Lord, 
that you don't put it in there. So give them the wisdom, the knowledge, and how to deal with it. God, give them the wisdom and the knowledge how to stand and be obedient to your word. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, listen to me. Uh, you can get in touch with me at 404-293-7557 or visit the website at Brother Ware, bro, I'm sorry, Brother James Ware, uh, dot org. That's Brother James Ware dot org, and it will pull up the believers walking in the way of righteousness. We would love to hear from some of you. It's about you being obedient to what God is telling you to do and how to be obedient to what God would have you to do. That's what it's about. It ain't about Brother Ware ministry or Brother Ware anything. It's about you obeying God. The Bible, as I say always, Brother Ware says that you don't have the problems that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you.